gotta call somebody. Four out of five top Hollywood movie stars use moment, moment, moment of clarity. On a rainy day here in Central Florida, I probably shouldn't say that. I think people like to believe that it's always sunny in Florida, you know, and I could be ruining. Yeah, they could be like, ah, it's raining. I don't even want to listen to you now. Ah, you're in Florida. I don't. I, I should. It's it's sunny outside. It's not raining. <laughs> okay, it is raining. It's actually raining, and it's not like downpour raining. It's like drizzle, dreary, nap time raining. Well, I hear that after this week, though, it's going to be like beautiful fall weather. Yeah, right. For what a day. I don't. <laughs> I'm not a weatherman. I just I just hear this in the vine. Okay. Oh man, that's the one thing I have. Still, I've been here for, gosh, years and years and years. And that's one thing that I'm still getting used to is that it doesn't just start getting cold in September like it did when I lived up north, you know. In September, about halfway through September, Labor Day, a little bit after, you know, it start chilling out a little bit, you know. Right around October, middle of October, it was nice and cold outside. And down here, please, it could be Christmas Day and you'd be going swimming to the beach. I've done it before. The weirdest thing about Florida is even in the winter, it'll be cold for like a week. Oh, yeah. And then it warms up. And then it's warm for like half a week. And then another cold front comes in. Well, we're cold again. We're in that stage right now. And I promise we'll get to the radio show in a second. We're in that stage right now. This is what radio people do now. They talk about (laughs) the weather. I don't know why, (laughs) but it just seems to be the thing to do. But we're in that stage right now here in Florida where we're, or we're about to move into that stage where it's going to be, you know, like 50 degrees in the morning when you wake up, you know, like bus stop weather. It's going to be 50 degrees if you're at school catching a bus. And then right around noon, it's going to jump up to like 85. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then around 8 o'clock at night, it'll start dropping back down to like 60, 65, then 55, then 50, you know. But it'll be like 90 in the middle of the day. And in the morning, it's like 42. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Well, you don't have to shovel sunshine, as they say. Ah, I like that. That's right, baby. I've never heard that one. You don't have. I'm going to say that forever. Oh, my God. (laughs) Let me tell you guys right now, you're going to get so sick of hearing that from now on. Every show, you don't have to shovel sunshine, baby. Oh, that's beautiful. Moment of clarity. What's up, everybody? It's your man, Stefan G. You are tuned in to another eclectic episode right here on the Promise Life Network. And I am Stefan G. Today, I want to talk about your destiny. Your destiny. You know, that thing that everybody is reaching after right now. Your destiny. I'm the one. I, I'm, listen, everybody has this grand, this destiny that God has put before them that they have just yet to attain. Today, we're going to talk about your destiny. Actually, I'm going to talk about the propaganda of destiny today because destiny has become propaganda. Ladies and gentlemen, put your wallets away. Don't buy another book. Don't go to another conference. Don't sign up for another webinar that has the word destiny in it because these people are using you to make money. They're selling dreams. 
Ladies and gentlemen, they are selling dreams. And I'm seeing way too much of it go on in Christianity. There's so much dream selling in Christianity, it's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And they are so vague in the dream that they're selling. They're not even selling specific dreams anymore. It's just destiny. That's it. It's just destiny. I can help you help you achieve your destiny. I can help you find your destiny. I can help you reach your destiny. Let's let what what is destiny? Destiny. Destiny. What is destiny? What is destiny? Definition. What happens in the future? The things that someone or something will experience in the future. Destiny. Something to which a person is destined. A predetermined course of events. That's what destiny is. They're going to help you reach your predetermined course of events. Let that statement sink in for a little while. This person is selling you a book to help you reach your predetermined course of events. That means they're trying to help you reach the way your life is going to carry out anyway. That's what selling destiny is. I'm trying to help you reach the way that your life is going to carry out anyway. Because your destiny is a predetermined future. So if it's already predetermined, that means you're going to get there whenever you're supposed to get there. It's going to happen whenever it's supposed to happen. If I predetermine that on my daughter's 15th birthday, she's going to get a car. And let's just say I have godlike magic and I can have the car waiting for her, make sure it's the paid off, all that kind of stuff, right? Then when she turns 15, she's going to get the car. No matter what she does between now, when she's 11, and 15, she's going to get the car if the car is predetermined for her to get at the age of 15. That's what destiny is, guys. Destiny is a predetermined thing. It's already going to happen. It's already going to happen. So you cannot make your own destiny. No, it's absolutely impossible. It's absolutely impossible because destiny, the definition of the word destiny is predetermined. Something to which it is destined. The word destined means to decree beforehand, to designate, assign, or dedicate in advance. It means it's already done. It's already finished. It's already completed. It's already done. And people are out here going to conferences and going to, you know, three-day workshops and signing up for video modules and webinars and, and buying all these books and listening to all these Christian pastor life coaches and all this madness so that they can reach their destiny. When your destiny's already set out before you, you're going to reach it no matter what. No matter what, you are going to reach your destiny because it is a predetermined course of events. Listen to this. Listen to this. I'm on, I'm on a, uh, a particular pastor's website, right? I'm on this pastor's website, and this is what they talk about how they help you reach your destiny. Pastor X, because I'm not going to say their name, so we'll call him Pastor Johnson. Pastor Johnson is passionate about seeing you win in life. I'll stop you right there. What the heck does that mean? What does that even mean to win in life? What does that mean? That can mean so many different things for so many different people. That is such a vague, abstract statement. 
It is nothing but selling you a dream. They are selling you dreams. Some of them even say helping you to achieve your dreams, live your dreams, live your destiny, make off with your dreams. They are selling dreams. They are not selling anything specific. They're not selling anything valuable. They're not selling anything worthwhile. They are selling dreams. And I'm not against dreams. Everybody should have a dream. Everybody should be reaching out for their dream. But these people, these dream sellers, these destiny propagandists are not going to help you achieve what you're looking to achieve. They are going to keep you in a circle of confusion and in a circle of ambition. That's what they're going to do. They're going to keep you in a circle of ambition where you're going to go round and around and around and around the same mountain trying to be something again and again and again and again. Pastor Williams is convinced that everyone was born on purpose, should live on purpose, and that God is pleased when we, when we fulfill our potential. Pastor Williams, was it Williams or Johnson? Pastor Johnson also believes that for a dream to become reality, there must be a combination of faith and personal development at work in the individual. Just listen to that statement. There must be a combination of faith and personal development at work in the individual. That is called life and maturity. That's what that's called. If you are, if you find Jesus, right, you discover Jesus because you can't find him because he already existed. If you discover Jesus, <laughs> that's how people say they discovered America. <laughs> I just had a million dollar idea, but I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. But if you discover Jesus, you know, you come to know him. The thing that you're going to do from that moment on is grow your faith and your personal development. Your faith and personal development is all you're going to do for the rest of your life. Faith and personal development. But this person is, this pastor is selling you this. Sign up for their three-day workshop, $465, to sell you faith and personal development. Pastor Johnson, I think it's Johnson. I can't remember whether I said Johnson or Williams. Pastor Williams has spent the last 11 years teaching people how to use their faith and live life according to God's divine design. Come on, folks. Stop listening to these people. Stop listening to these destiny propagandists. Stop wasting your money. I, now, I understand everybody doesn't have the, am, the, the motivation in them. Everybody doesn't have the drive. Everybody, sometimes you just need a kickstart. You know what I mean? And that's great. Some people can give you a kickstart and make you really want to go after life. Make you really want to go after life. But destiny is not the way to go. Anybody you find selling destiny, anybody you hear selling destiny, please run the other way. Please, please run the other direction because it's nothing but propaganda. It's nothing but propaganda. They can't help you find your destiny because your destiny is already predetermined. God has already decided what your destiny is destined to be. He's already decided that. He's already put the pieces in place. He's already scheduled the timeline. He's already put together the project line. It's already in motion. Please, 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 please stop buying into this stuff. Because there is a flip side to destiny. There is a flip side to destiny. And if you focus so much on what your destiny is, and you focus so much on chasing your dream, 
You're going to miss out on the one thing that's going to make you the happiest person in the universe. You're going to miss out on the one thing that's going to give you more joy than anything you've ever experienced in life. And I'm not talking about Jesus. Of course, Jesus will do that. But I'm not talking about Jesus. There is one thing that Jesus gives us that will bring us more happiness, more joy, more money, more abundance, more everything than anything else we've ever experienced in our lives. And when I come back from the break, I'll tell you what it is. Moment of Clarity, Stefan G. Be right back. Moment of clarity, it's your man Stefan G. We are back, and we're talking about destiny, the propaganda of destiny. The reason I call it propaganda is because it, they're selling you dreams, guys. They're selling you dreams, and and they're trying to. And the funny part is, they're not even selling you their dream. They're trying to sell you your own dream, like the one that belongs to you already. There, you are paying money to buy these books, to go to these conferences, to do these workshops, to have these webinars and and video uh, modules and so on and so forth, you are paying money to discover something that is already yours. They are selling you something that doesn't even belong to them. They're selling you your dream, your dream, the thing that you want to do, the thing that you want to accomplish, the place that you want to be. That's what they're selling you. How weird is that? that you would allow somebody to sell you your dream. And the only reason they can do that is because, and I'm going to just say it out loud, the only reason they can do that is because you don't know who you are in Christ. And so you don't have the confidence, you don't have the self-awareness, you don't have the self-esteem in yourself to know who you are in Christ, to realize that nobody else can help you cultivate your dream. Because there's one thing, as, as I went to break, I told you, there's one thing that you can do one thing that you should be focused on that's not your destiny it's not your dream there's one thing that you can focus on that will give you more joy in life that will give you more happiness in life that will ultimately lead to your abundance that Jesus has given you a tool that he has given you to use that many of us sit on and never discover it we never cultivate it we never manipulate it we never grow it we never utilize it It's like trying to build a house with no hammer. And I mean with no hammer and no nail gun, no nothing. Just trying to put pieces of wood together and see if you can glue them or whatever. Just, it's not going to work. But if you use this one tool, this one tool that God has given you, it'll change everything in your life. And that tool is your purpose. Because see, there's a distinct difference between purpose and destiny. Destiny is something that's already set out beforehand. Dreams are something that, that are magical and aloof and abstract. But your purpose, your purpose is rock solid. Your purpose is and always has been. Your purpose does not falter. Your purpose is the tool that God has given you to be successful in life. While on this earth, you can be abundantly successful if you just chase your purpose not your dream, 
not your destiny. Because see, our dreams can be uh, cultivated and changed by external forces. We can dream to achieve something that's not necessarily meant for us because we saw somebody else achieve it and we saw what they had and what they were doing and how much fun it looked like they were having and, and we got into it and it wasn't the same thing because it wasn't meant for us. Your dream is, you know, we all have crazy dreams. Come on now, y'all can't tell me y'all ain't had no crazy dreams before. I'm talking about sleep at night, wake up in the morning and you're like, why was that goat talking to me? That doesn't make any sense. We've all had crazy dreams. And so I don't want you to chase your dream. I don't want you to go after your dream. What I want you to focus on is your purpose. If you focus on your purpose, that is a tool. People don't understand. Purpose is a tool. It's not just a thing that happens. Purpose is a tool that God has given you to be successful. And when I say successful, I don't necessarily mean always rich. Although, if you use your tool, if you use your purpose tool, chances are you're going to make some money. But purpose is the reason something was created or used. The reason why something was created or how it is to be used, that is the purpose. And you, ladies and gentlemen, and me, sir, because I'm not going to say I'm a lady. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. We don't need any more gender confused people in this world. Thank you. All of us, we don't need to be focused on our dreams. Forget your dreams. I want you to completely forget your dreams. Like I said, after today, I don't want you to spend another dollar chasing your dream. I don't want you to spend another dollar on a book on how to achieve your dreams. I don't want you to spend another dollar on a pastor's CD, on a minister's CD, on some, you know, life coach evangelist uh, book, workbooks, conference, whatever. I don't want you to spend any more money on these people selling you a dream. Because you're allowing them to sell you your own dream. Come on, hear that for a second. How are you going to let somebody sell you your dream? Well, Stefan, they're not selling me the dream. They're selling me a way to achieve the dream. The only way you achieve what you're supposed to achieve in life is through purpose, not dreams. Like I said, dreams are manipulative. Dreams can change. People have dreams of doing stuff that that. They might not necessarily be meant to do, but your purpose is rock solid. The reason why you were created is rock solid. The reason why you were created is always on point. And what you and what I and what everyone in Christianity should be focused on almost more than anything in their lives is discovering their purpose. Jesus, why did you put me on this earth? Jesus, why am I here? People ask the question all the time, but they ask it in the words, what is the meaning of life? All that means is what is my purpose? Why am I here? What am I here to do? Because the purpose is the reason why something is created and how it is used. So what am I here to do? How are you, how have you purposed to use me on this planet during these years? What am I here for? And if you can discover your purpose Because it's in you. Your purpose is in you. It's sitting there waiting waiting for you to start searching, waiting for you to start asking the right questions. A friend of mine always tells me, we always talk about iRobot, because it's not about asking questions. It's about asking the right question. The right question will give you the right answer. If you ever remember the movie iRobot with Will Smith, he had the little hologram guy, and he asked the hologram guy a question, and he said, you have to ask the right questions. I can't answer that question because I'm not programmed to answer that particular question. 
It's the same thing with you on the inside of you. There are things that have happened to you in life. There are trials and traumas that you have gone through. There are experiences that you have had that have programmed you not to be able to answer certain questions. There are certain questions that you cannot answer. So you have to ask the right questions. You have to ask the questions that you are programmed to be able to answer. Because there's certain things that you've gone through, certain things that you've seen, certain things that you've experienced that have caused you not to be able to answer certain questions that are asked of yourself. So you have to ask the right questions. And so maybe the question isn't, what am I here for, God? Maybe the question is, who can I help, God? Or maybe the question is, why am I so passionate about this, God? Or maybe the question is, why do I love that so much, God? I had a friend of mine. Her entire life was revolved around dance. She loved dance more than anything in the world. More than anything in the world. I mean, ballet dance, salsa dance, bachata dance, hip-hop dance, it did not matter. Uh, ballroom dance, it did not matter. If it had the word dance attached to it, she loved it more than anything in the universe. It was her only passion in life. It was all she cared about. I mean, she talked about it day after day after day, night after night after night. All she wanted to do was something that had to do with dance. She wanted to be in dance classes. She wanted to teach dance classes. She wanted to help bring dance to people around the world. She wanted people to experience the world of dance. It was obvious that her purpose was wrapped up in dance. It was obvious. To everybody around her, it was obvious that her purpose was wrapped up in the artistic expression of dance. But she had a dream to become a multi-million dollar business person. And she wanted to climb the corporate ladder because she had seen all of her friends climb the corporate ladder and be extremely successful and be extremely happy. Well, at least they looked happy on Facebook. And so she had this dream of climbing the corporate ladder and she completely ignored her purpose. And let me tell you, she's never been happy. She's never been happy. She's always had this and she's still now, as far as I know, is chasing that corporate dream. That corporate dream, she is still chasing it. But she's neglecting her purpose and she has an internal sadness, an internal emptiness in her. There is a void in her that she cannot figure out why she can't get it filled. There is a void in her that she cannot figure out why it lingers over and over again. And it's all because she won't identify and accept her purpose. That thing that draws her out day after day. That thing that that. Even if it's not a longing, even if it's not a, you know, a yearning purpose, it's still that thing that she notices everywhere she goes. You know what I'm saying? It's like the muffin syndrome. You just all of a sudden somebody says yellow Volkswagen. Everywhere you go, you see yellow Volkswagens all of a sudden. Watch after today's show. Every last one of you is going to notice yellow Volkswagens all over the road. And so it's not it doesn't always have to be a yearning, longing, oh, emptiness without this. It can just be yellow Volkswagens everywhere I look. I see dance everywhere. I look, I see dance everywhere I go. I notice people who are dancing every time I think about something. Somehow it incorporates dance. And that's who she was. She and she was built like a dancer. Boy, was she built like a dancer. Woo. Aha. OK, sorry. <laughs> Had a moment. Let's, let's not get distracted. <laughs> Had a moment. But she neglected that area of her life and she's not been 
fulfilled at all since then. And the sad part is she won't be fulfilled until she addresses her purpose. And I say that to tell you all, and I say that to remind myself that we're not supposed to chase dreams. We're not supposed to chase our destiny. Our destiny is already predetermined. We're supposed to focus on our purpose. Why are we here? Forget the propaganda. Stop listening to the propaganda. Stop listening to these people give you all these vague statements of how they can help you achieve your purpose. Everyone was meant to achieve their dreams in life. That's so vague. Tell me how you're going to help me execute my purpose. Give me specific ways of identifying my purpose. One, I'll give you right now, just like I said before, is to ask yourself the right questions. Another is to, is to pay attention to what you identify with in life. Start paying attention to yourself. Start learning yourselves, people. Stop floating around on this planet, this big uh, ball of flesh with nothing going on. Start learning yourselves. Pay attention to what pay attention to what you pay attention to. When you're watching TV, what really draws your eye? That's how I knew I was meant to be where I, I am today. I knew I was meant to be where I am today because when I was a kid, I liked to watch talk shows. I'm not just talking about like Oprah and Donahue and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about political talk shows, face the nation, meet the press. I wanted to sit down as a 12-year-old and watch meet the press. Really? <laughs> Seriously? I was listening to talk radio. I was listening to G. Gordon Liddy at the age of 14 every single day. Seriously? Who does that? Who listens? What 14-year-old black kid is sitting around listening to conservative talk radio on AM at the age of 14? But that's how I knew. That's how I discovered where I was meant to be in life. Because And, and as I grew up and as I matured, and as I, I went out and I rebelled and I went out and I tried this and I went out and I tried that and none of that stuff worked. I mean, I was able to do it, but it just didn't fulfill me in my what I was supposed to be doing in life. And so I had to start paying attention to what I was paying attention to. What is it that that draws my attention? What is it that makes me look up? What is it that when I'm listening to something perks my ears? For some people, it's makeup. For some people, it's music. For some people, it's politics. For some people, it's talk radio. For some people, it's clothing. For some people, it's it's real estate. You know, you just you're just amazed by architecture. You're just amazed by how the process of putting a building together is done. It just and sometimes you you know you sit back and it just it just draws at you all the time. Every building you see, you wonder about the architecture in that building and what it took to put that building together and and how many people it took to build that building and and what pieces they used and how they decided to use mirror glass on the outside instead of shaded glass and how they decided to use, you know, what made them decide to go with vaulted ceilings and crown molding instead. Listen, that means you're supposed to be a contractor, dag on it. You need to get in your purpose and stop walking around here trying to be a marketing director. You need to pay attention to what you pay attention to. So number one is ask yourself the right questions. Number two, pay attention to what you pay attention to. And number three, connect with Christ. Actually, that should be number one, but I saved it for last, so it's number three. Number three is connect with Christ. Because when you connect with Christ, he will start to pull out of you your purpose. The next thing you know, you're walking in your purpose without even trying. 
You're discovering your purpose without even trying. He's he's starting to send people around you that will pull your purpose out of you. If your purpose is dance, he's going to send people around you that are going to just start to tap you for dance stuff. That's what happened to this friend of mine that I'm talking about. Her purpose was dance. And so she had people that would come around her out of nowhere and just be like, hey, would you like to dance? Or hey, uh, you look like somebody who dances. Have you ever start, thought about starting your own dance school? Or uh, this church came to her and was like, you can use our church for a dance school if you want to. We won't charge you anything. We just can tell that this is something that you should be doing. She, she wanted to chase the corporate ladder instead. She went out and got a master's degree in organizational psychology. And she's not dancing. And she's unfulfilled in life. And I don't want you guys to be unfulfilled in life. I want you guys to stop chasing destiny, stop chasing the dreams, stop buying these dreams that they're selling you, and go after your purpose. Connect with Christ. He will, I, he will, it will be so clear. If you really start connecting with Christ and really start being like, Jesus, why do I like this? Jesus, why do I like that? And just keep asking the question until he answers. He'll tell you. If you got to reword that question 15 times until he gives you the answer that you're looking for, or better yet, the answer that you can understand and receive, trust me, it's worth it. There's nothing better in your life than knowing you're doing what you were meant to do because you'll do it for no money. You'll do it for no reimbursement. You'll do it just because you love to do it. And that's when the doors start opening. That's when all that madness that all these these propagandists start talking about. That's when those gates of heaven start opening up. That's when the overflow comes. All of that comes when you tap into your purpose in life. So take the time, take the moment, dig in, discover yourself, learn yourself, and find your purpose in life. Because that's where you're supposed to be. And that's what's going to bring you joy, happiness, and abundance that you're looking for. Stefan G. Stefan G. Moment of clarity, baby. I'll catch you guys next week.